Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with big name interviews and shows released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson. Thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is November the 25th and we start our look back in 1976 when on this day the band called it quits with a farewell gig. The last Waltz farewell concert took place at San Francisco's Winterland Ballroom and they were joined on stage by a huge array of stars, including Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Eric Clapton, Joni Mitchell, Ringo Starr, Ron Wood, Muddy Waters, Van Morrison and many more. Also on this day in 1984, another star-studded ensemble gathered, this time for the recording of Band-Aid's Do They Know It's Christmas?, Bob Geldof and Midgeur assembled an incredible group of A-listers to appear on the charity single, including Bono, Phil Collins, Sting, Paul Weller, Duran Duran, Status Quo, and many, many more, of course. Also, we have to wish a happy birthday to a former guest on the show, drummer with The Move, ELO and Black Sabbath, among others, Bev Bevan. Bev is 78 years old today. Happy birthday, Bev. But for today's show, we're going to go right back to the very first recording for a band that would go on to be megastars. Yes, on this day in 1978, Def Leppard began the first of a two-day recording session for what would turn out to be the Def Leppard EP. And with me to talk much more in depth about the significance of this record is the host of the brilliant podcast Def Lep Pod, Neil Poole. The Def Leppard EP was recorded over two days, on the 25th of November and on the 26th of November 1978. Now in the world, this was a time of great upheaval. In the Soviet Union, they were carrying out nuclear tests underground. In the USA, they were carrying out nuclear tests overground. It was the height of the Cold War. Also, in Britain, we were about to come into a period called the Winter of Discontent where there was mass public sector strikes. Grave diggers, for example, had gone on strike and the dead were going left unburied. But in Def Leppard world, there was a bit of discontent as well as we run up to this recording of their first ever record. The band had formed only a year and a bit earlier, back in July 1977. And eight days before they went to go into the studio, their original drummer, Tony Kenning, was sacked. And this left Def Leppard without a drummer, but with studio time booked at the Fairview Studios in Hull to record this EP. 
So Joe Elliott gets in touch with a friend of his, a man called Frank Noon, and a drummer in another local band called The Next Band. In fact, it's The Next Band where Def Leppard get the idea from to record this actual EP, because The Next Band had done the same thing a year earlier, self-financed in the same studios. The Def Leppard EP cost Def Leppard the grand total of £148.50. and pence. This money was borrowed off Joe Elliott's dad who paid for the recording for them. The Def Leppard EP was self-financed and totally independent. Initially, only 1,000 copies were released, all with a red label. Later on, there would be yellow label and silver label releases, but back then, when it was first released, this independent record demonstrated the two sides of Def Leppard. One, it reflected the punk culture of the 70s and the independent can-do attitude. But secondly, there was another motivation behind recording and releasing this EP. And as Joe Elliott says, it was because they wanted it to be a catalyst for their career. They were impatient and didn't want to play the small clubs around the north of England. They wanted to miss that step and this EP was a way in which they could do it and begin their journey to what they wanted, which was to become one of the biggest bands in the world. The EP itself has three songs that point at what Def Leppard will become. First of all, you have Ride Into The Sun, the pop, rock, easily accessible, sing-alongable chorus of a song that you would see throughout Def Leppard's career. Secondly, you had Get Your Rocks Off, the harder edge of Def Leppard that would manifest itself in songs on On Through The Night, High and Dry, Pyromania, in songs like Stage Fright, for example, and from 1996 onwards that you see in all Def Leppard albums. And finally, you had The Overture, which was almost progressive, having lots of time changes, being over seven minutes long, still Def Leppard's longest song to this day, foreshadowing songs like Billy's Got a Gun, Die Hard the Hunter, Gods of War, these Def Leppard epics that we see on album to album. If you've never heard the Def Leppard EP, go out, buy yourself a copy, treat yourself. You can get the yellow label version of the record fairly easily. And I've got one suggestion for you. Turn it over to side B, put the song on The Overture, it starts slowly, but when it kicks in and you hear that bass, have a little look around and make sure that bassist Rick Savage isn't in the room because it might have cost less than £150 to make and it might not have amazing production values, but it absolutely shows you how electric this young band were back in November 1978. The wonderful Neil Paul there from Def Lep Pod Podcast. If you haven't already done so, then please do check out Def Lep Pod. It's a brilliant deep dive into all things Def Leppard. It explores the world of Def Leppard in new ways. You can find them on all good podcast apps, of course, likely the one that you're listening to this on right now. And also find them on social media. Give them a follow, a like, that sort of thing. Show them your support, please. But that's it for November the 25th. I'll be back with another This Day Rocks tomorrow. So until then, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.